Hello and welcome back to Gin Tea, the only podcast where we drink gin and tea among other beverages that we enjoy that, you know, might not be as good, they might be better. We don't know till we try them. I'm your host Sophie and I'm here today with... Me, your fabulous, exciting and wonderful sidekick, Craig. That wasn't the same letter. No, because I couldn't remember. We were in the middle of the alphabet, remember? Oh, were we? Okay, so your playful poignant poignant pungent you're not pungent Uh, (laughs) sidekick procrastinating Uh, not really sometimes not really polite marginally polite (laughs) people person people person (laughs) um pathetic um no pregnant you're pregnant yes. when you do. This, I just thought I'd I just said that's folks. exciting. I should be more exciting. I'm like, Craig, um, you just released this on the podcast. Yeah, that, exactly. that you, when you do. Um, in June 2027. Oh, a long, long pregnancy. Pre- 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 yeah. yeah. Do I know the, the father? Don- donor. Donor. Uh, yes. Um, it's a bit awkward to have to tell you this. Is it Chris? <laughs> you knew that was what was coming everyone at home knew that's what was coming yeah so yes i'm so upset that sidekick craig seems to be ex-sidekick if you've stolen (laughs) that yeah there you are then that's totally random (laughs) i don't really know where to go from there you can like stun me to silence. Or yeah, stuff. What's your ga- what's your bridge between that and the topic today? Don't drink whilst you're pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> Don't drink prior to doing a podcast. Well, oh, oh, no, I know. Famously, podcasting sidekick Craig. Well, exactly about podcasting. Oh, yeah, that was an easy one. Yeah. I did. I did have some cider before you came. Ooh, what kind? Uh, orchard pig. Oh, from good. the cask machine i watched a really good uh show last night on the telly i don't watch a lot of uh telly but it's just it was on and it was that little bald chap off the bbc who does food things which one um <laughs> ah, he's in master chef what's his name greg greg wallace wallace and he does this show called inside the factory or something oh yeah it was on wasn't he um yeah i saw a bit of it and i no, it was on tonight as well there was yeah, a factory I think it's been on every night this week i think I tonight know. was yogurt um, yeah it was yogurt well last night was Cider, ah. and it was Bulmer's cider or Bulmer's, Bulmer's. and um, it was quite good. So he went out to the orchard. He saw the process where they picked the apples, and he had a rather exciting time shaking them from the tree with mechanical means. And then he went through the whole process of uh, washing them, juicing them, turning the juice into a concentrate, taking that away, recapturing the carbon dioxide from the process, and using that to bubble up the cider and um one fa- and then and then they clip out to various uh experts so there's this expert i think she's called ruth lang ruth i can't remember what her name is but she she used to be in that um tudor farm or you know i didn't watch go, that oh it's so good it's really good um anyway so it's her and she did the um very interesting history of the champagne bottle because you probably know this but our listeners at home may not um the champagne bottle was developed um during the in england during the civil war because of the disruption to the imports of wine from france because all the 
wealthy families were losing all their money and their properties, etc. What they started then to do was drink cider. Okay. And they didn't like the fact that they were drinking a still cider like all the peasantry people, which was like their normal drink. Um, mm-hmm. They wanted it to be a bit swankier, so they put bubbles into it. Ah. But they had to change the bottles to make them stronger and develop the technology so that they didn't um, explode. explode. And then, so, so the champagne bottle... Uh, was then developed from that in France, and it was from that that they developed champagne. Mm, I didn't know that. Yeah, That's quite interesting. Really interesting isn't it? Is so a... actually, the the heritage of champagne is all thanks to. Well, they probably could have had a different bottle for champagne, but it needs to be that shape yeah. to have with the yeah, yeah. all of it at the top. Um, so yeah, we can thank Oliver Cromwell, weirdly enough, for champagne bottles. That's a really weird thing to say <laughs> in the podcast. Let's thank Oliver Cromwell yeah. for something. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, because we probably so if people don't know when we say the Civil War, which Civil yeah, War? Because if we have well, American yes. listeners, well, yeah, not the American Civil War. No, 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 the, the um, English. It's not even. It's not even. I mean, what was it? The Three Nations War. I think it became known as. But I don't know. I yeah. don't know that time period as well. I have yeah. to say, but it was in the 1600s. Yes. There we go. Uh, a while ago. Anyway, so I thought that was interesting. That is interesting. I enjoyed that fact. Thank you. You're very we got welcome. a nice alcohol fact. Um, today, we promised you last episode that we were going to go on a gin tasting. Yeah. And we have another one to a distillery tour. <laughs> However, um, we went to the wrong type. <laughs> no, Craig booked the wrong type, which we learned halfway around because we were like, oh, they've got a tour, we'll book it. And then, in the most of you trying yeah. to book it quickly, you yeah. said, oh, the time's changed. I was like, oh, okay, not thinking anything yeah, of it, not the, checking the email. Yeah. And then we started going round <laughs> and we went on a whiskey tour. It was funny because as we were going around and they were talking more and more and more about whiskey, you'd have thought we got the clue, but we didn't. And I said to my partner, I was like, seem to be doing an awful lot of talking about whiskey for a gin tour. And it was in a totally different part of the building because I'd previously done the gin tour. She was like, yeah, it's a bit weird, doesn't it? And then, and then you said like, to me, and yeah. it was like, is it like... I was like, is this supposed to be a gin tour? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> It was interesting. Yeah, so we've decided still to record this episode for you about our whiskey tour. Yeah. And tell you a bit about whiskey, because we we wanted to branch out into other beverages. It is in the title, G&T. You don't like my thing of G&T and Friends as a name? Yeah, I don't think that's a very good name. Well, people can come and tell me a better name, because what else? Oh, well, just before we were recording this, we were being shown by Chris this um, chatbot that makes up stuff. Yeah, like an AI. AI. It was really yeah. freaky. Yeah. And it made up how we should start the episode. And I was like, no. Oh, it's so good. We could get rid of all the marketing people in the world and just get this little robot to do it for us. This is the robot to do the talking. It's actually really good. We got it to do some different products. Yeah. I quite like the line. Um, what was it? Which uh, line? Set, what was it? Set the sipping... Stories. Sipping stories and raising glasses. Raising glasses. G and T podcast. Yeah, I still prefer ours. Yeah. And spilling like the tea. Spilling the tea and all, all things. All things gin tea and otherwise beverage related. Yeah. I'm not changing it. But then I liked the little bit which was uh, whiskey and tea, anybody? Instead of gin and tea. I thought that was quite cool. Yeah, that was good. But um yeah, so we're talking about whiskey today. We are talking about whiskey. Um I can't say I know lots about whiskey, yeah. but we learned a bit more from the tourish, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and that was good, and we enjoyed it. And I've still got some of the whiskey here because you famously have said in previous 
episodes that you don't really like whiskey. No, my my. Well, we won't spoil it, but I, I did enjoy these. Mm-hmm. I think it's I don't like peaty whiskey. Yeah. We found. Yeah. Because yeah, could talk all about peat. That's another story. Um, not not the guy. <laughs> Shout out to Pete. E eighty. Or all the peats in the world. Yeah. Big up the peats. Yeah. Like shout them out. What distillery did we visit? We visited King's Barnes Distillery. <laughs> Which is where's that? For our listeners at home. Listeners, well they know we're in Scotland. It's in Fife. It's on the east coast. Represent. Represent East, <laughs> east, east Coast to the West Coast. No, it's East Coast represent. That's what you say. Yeah, right, okay. It's and it's in it's near the East Nook. Yeah, just past St Andrews. South of St Andrews. And it was an old farm. It was an old farm that they've done up. It was opened in 2014, although the first whiskey cask we saw was 2015. So I don't yeah. know if they must have been putting it in barrel before that yeah, in yeah, 2014. Yeah. And they're like the whole place is in the building. And a lot of it was they had restrictions because we found out we mm. went to the Ducot, which is a dove cot. But for some mm. reason up here, it's called a Ducot, mm-hmm. where the pigeons live. All the doves, yeah. the birds, mm-hmm. little openings for them. And you learned that, like, it's made of, like, where the tiles from the yeah, terracotta. Because I've yeah. been inside a few ducats in my time, and of course we've got one, uh, but we've just made ours, the interior out of wood. And I've been in a few ducats, and it's it's normally, like, slate or stone. Yep. Um, but I thought it was quite interesting with the tiles. And I guess in the East Nuke of Fife, there's lots of terracotta tiles because they used to use it as ballast so the ships would leave Fife with like grain or coal but then they would need to fill with tiles from the low countries or Spain or wherever uh, to come with back. tiles to come back and that's why in the East Nuke of Fife you've got all these pan tile roofs. Yeah which is quite cool. And then there were and I actually know I don't know if you saw it but when we were standing chatting and she was guiding us our wonderful tour guide Agatha Agatha um <clears throat> She, we were just chatting away in the ducat, and uh, there were a couple of the tiles that actually had like fingerprints on them, obviously where they'd been made. Yeah, it's quite cool what you have on them, yeah. and how it's been like little like paw prints and yeah. stuff. It's been cool. Because what? I mean, that must be like seventeen hundreds or something. I think so. Yeah. She didn't say how old the farm building was, but yes, the ducat, the height of it is how much they can build because of conservation methods. Mm. So some of the stills when we got to them are not as high as they wanted to be because mm. they can't build it any taller than the building. Yeah, the existing building. The building that was already there that they redid. Otherwise, they have to build a new building, which they didn't want because they wanted to use the existing farmhouse structure. Because it is quite a, a beautiful building. It's it a is. Really, and it's been really well restored. Yeah. Because when you come in the door, you go into what was the old um, horse mill, which yes. is, you see these in like East Coast um farm steadings where you've got like a round or a hexagonal or pentagonal it wouldn't be pentagonal but whatever a roundish shaped building some in in angus they're all actually circles okay um and uh, that's where the horses used to go around and and pull a mill around in the middle for grinding corn or whatever they were doing yeah for all the barley and wheat yeah so you, we came in, we arrived into that bit. In that bit, and then we went on the tour, and we got all about the history, yeah. which we, we, well, I remember bits of it, but basically it was coming into Fife, and yeah. then all the... James the Fourth. James the Fourth. Yes, your relative, when we get to our history <laughs> podcast eventually. Everyone's related to Craig. or something. <laughs> or rather, Craig is related to everyone. Yes, that's true. Um, yeah. Um, it was all about how it was kind of here, and kind of the land was being used for growing crops. Mm-hmm. I can't remember that much. I was half paying attention. I think I was wondering why it was whiskey at that point. I was like, this is a lot about whiskey. Why aren't they talking about gin? But yeah, it was nice boards and then showing where like all the steadings were for this and the Weems family, is it? The Weems, yeah. yeah. The Weems. 
kind of owned the land. Yeah. What's happening Earl from of there. Weems from Weems Castle down near Kirkcaldy. Yes, exactly. So yeah, we looked all about the history and then the, the gin is actually named after Lord Darnley, who was the second husband of Mary Queen of Scots. Yes. And a robber. Yes, and she met him actually nearby, which is also why... At Weems Castle. At Weems. Mm-hmm. There we go. So, yeah, I did remember bits of it. Yeah. And we got to see an old or still. Darnley. Yes. Because they were you know, talking about how the oh, old yeah. the old stills used to be and people used to have, like, moonshine comes from they were making it and distilling it at night at under night. the light of the to moon avoid the to avoid all the taxes, taxes on this that yeah. were brought in because everyone was doing it. And I asked what the barrels were made of because I'm sad and they're made of no, oak. No, it was really interesting. Because yeah, it was exciting. They're all made of oak and it's a little copper still. And it's what people used to have when they brewed their own stuff, when yeah. they wanted to have brewing at home. But she said they'd be drinking stuff that wouldn't necessarily be as pure as what we drink now, and its percentages would be different because it wasn't. They couldn't regulate it, and they would have got it a lot quicker as a like as like a gin, like Mm -hmm. the pure spirit. You weren't going to put it like because whiskey, if you don't know, listeners know, has to be at least three years and one day Mm -hmm. in cask. Yeah. In like the cask place, the the storage place. Yeah, abundant store. Yes be able to be classed as whiskey and it also has to be distilled twice yeah which i thought was really interesting yes so, so after we did that little history bit we went into this little well, we had to go on a cool little video yeah with just us actually the on the tour we should possibly say there was just the four of us yeah just the four of us uh sarah and i and chris and you yes um and agatha the tour guide yep we could ask all the questions so <laughs> we had this little video showed all the Weathers around Fife and how, and we learnt that why why the links the golf course is called the links because it links the sea bit to the yeah. to the other yeah. bit of the land. Sandy I didn't really, f- and... yeah, I didn't think why it was called that. <laughs> right, okay, well, I don't know. Fine. Yeah, I learned, we learned some golf facts. I was just fascinated by the guy in the video who had a walrusy moustache. Oh, the walrus and man. The monocle. I oh, see. He was quite. Yeah, but he was the professional he was whiskey the pro whiskey drinker. The whiskey drinker who was going to say everything. So yeah, yeah he was interesting. Um, to watch the video, and then we got to go in the do cut. Yeah, which is quite interesting. It's nice to see that, and we saw the original barrel that they said they still got stuff in from the first whiskey yeah. they produced. They which opened that for special occasions for the founders, for and founders and things. founder members. And we got to sniff some stuff. Yeah, we got to sniff out of cattle horn, which I thought was quite cool. Yeah, they're in like like drinking horns. So yeah, they had all these different ones about what flavors you get from whiskey and how a lot of it comes because there's only three ingredients mm-hmm. to. Whiskey, mm-hmm. water, yeast, and barley. Yeah, and that's it. That's it. And then he says, and then you get kind of with the barrels, the flavors, and everything, and the peat yeah. smell comes in with the peatier whiskies, which we're in the lowlands of Scotland, yeah. and these are like lowlands, so they're a lot more fruitier, and there's all these different things in because it's not real flavors it's not like it's flavored the things but it's what flavors people perceive it to taste like and so that's why we got to smell all the drinking horns is what it could smell or taste like and that comes primarily from well i suppose the peat comes from the drying of the the barley um but where we don't do that in the lowlands it comes predominantly from the casks that they're using yep the casks which are usually old bourbon casks yeah or sherry casks or sherry casks port or red wine casks but predominantly i think it was from old bourbon casks that have been like smoked or cleaned oak or something isn't it uh, I think it's American oak, it's not American, Canadian oak. American oak. Yeah, most, actually, because I've been to, I don't want to tell her, but I to a cooperage in Spain and they were actually using predominantly new American oak to make oh, the wow. to make the casks. Yeah. But there wasn't that much European oak. But I think originally it must have been European oak they were using in their old moonshine stills because yeah, they wouldn't have yeah. had it imported from America. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They, they, what was the point of bringing trees over when they hadn't been, like, 
exactly explored yeah they probably were just using whatever container they could get really i suppose there would have been a lot of barrels in those days yeah and there's a like old oak forest so yeah and um do you know when i've been on other i've been quite a few distillery tours um they're all at that stage they're quite similar the the heritage and the history of whiskey is fairly standard I did think this, the smelling room was pretty interesting. I hadn't experienced that before. But often when I've been on these tours, they'll um, they'll keep a bit of secret. They'll not tell you the full picture of how they get their character. But I thought they were very open about their... Their flavours, and I yeah. think that was quite nice. It's quite refreshing, kind of a modern kind of look on where it was yeah, going. Yeah. My own particular favourite of whiskey that I've ever had um, is whiskey that's been aged in a red wine cask. Uh Oh my god, it's unbelievable! Not that weird, like Caribbean one that you drank a whole bottle of. No. <laughs> that, so Glenlivet is a Speyside whiskey. It's one of my favourites. It's so easy to drink. It's pretty readily available, and uh, they brought out for those of you who aren't in the UK or aren't particularly whiskey drinkers. I love whiskey. I drink it all the time. But um, in fact, I, I prefer in many cases whiskey over gin. Dun, dun, dun. Well, we're not doing the whiskey podcast, are we? <laughs> no. You want to do the this tea. Is the gin and Friends podcast. No, gin and tea and friends. Gin and tea and friends. And you've got to speak about tea. Yes, exactly. Would you pick tea over whiskey? Sometimes, yeah. Not Sometimes I would pick. I, I don't know. It varies. You have anyway, to pick. Yeah. Uh, I think you get away with drinking tea throughout the day more than you get away with drinking whiskey throughout the day. That's very true. <laughs> My tummy's making noises again like last time. It's like it knows. It's like it's like this time I'm just going to make recording. a load of noise. It's recording. Okay. Please anyway, I can't this. remember what I was saying. You were talking about that whiskey that you oh, drank yeah, a whole so bottle of. Glenlivet Caribbean. It's, so it's aged in rum casks, actually. Yes, I knew and it was something. unbelievably good. Yeah. yeah, but you drank a whole bottle in like New Year. Yeah, and I, well, it was, uh, I have... I drunk at least uh, three bottles on my own. I, you got me one from your as a gift from your wedding. Yes. And I drank all of that on my own. Before that, I drank one on my own while we were playing D&D. Um, oh, we were playing remote in lockdown. My character took a turn that night and started murdering everybody. Which and I one put was that? That, that one? was uh, Findugas. That was one of our... Were you were we still over... Yeah. Were you we still playing? Yeah, it was I think in that lockdown. was one of the last episodes of that and uh yeah Findos. no i think you came round because some of them when we could open up you came round. no one else did yeah yeah that's right um anyway so i drank that and, and it's always the same you drink a bottle of whiskey to yourself you feel like death and i mean i lit it was actually the, the, that one was funny because we were moving sarah out of her bigger flat into her smaller flat and it was like right you know, you'll help me. Yeah, yeah, I'll help you, I'll help you, I'll help you. I was up till one, two in the morning, whatever, playing that, getting absolutely wasted. Hadn't realised I was getting drunk because it was so easy to drink. And then when I woke up in the morning, she's like, right, you'll have to help me move this stuff. You know, big old Georgian flat, you know, you're going up three sets of stairs. And she's like, you're going to have to help me move these boxes. I was like, I actually can't move. I, uh, like, oh I was dead to the world. And it happens every time. So I've actually barred that whiskey from my house. <laughs> it's not allowed. It's illegal because it's so damn good. That's the Glenlivet Caribbean rum banned. Because you'll drink it all and yeah, then feel like death. delicious. It's absolutely delicious. And I think you would like it. I don't know if I've tried it. I didn't uh, try it. I might yeah, yeah, I'm not drinking the whole bottle though. Oh, um, but anyway, yes. Yeah. That whiskey is a no. That whiskey is a no. But, um, so then after we did the smelling we went to see the cool yeast and this, how they said how they grind it down and kind of take it and they take it somewhere down in yorkshire yeah, to get the it so that the barley so yeah. they grow local barley and they had to find someone who would grind the barley that would just grind that barley so it was like 
not a mixture of other barley because quite a lot of places around here will just grind them all together. And this one, they made sure it was just their barley that was going to be ground to make yeah. the whiskey. And they have two different types of yeast, which was quite interesting. I forgot their names, but half was yeah. like the normal yeast you get in Britain. And half was this softer, less potent smelling French one. Yeah. And they have a 50-50 blend rather than most people have like 100% of the British one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I can't remember names. So I can't remember their names. I can see it all in my head. Yeah. And one of them look like fermentes or something yeah it's fermentes or fermental or something yeah. like that and i can't remember what the other but the the british one was like cheesy it wasn't very nice smelling like no it was really pungent. potent and the yeah. other one was quite a lot softer and a more subtle and they get a 50 50 blend from both of them to make when yeah. they get the whiskey to distill yeah an interesting fact about the barley uh, i found out uh we haven't this year because we kept the barley for our own feed but the year before that we had a surplus of malt we grow malt barley for brewing yes. and distilling and we sold our barley to king's barns so oh some of your yeah, whiskey so some of our barley will be in the whiskey that was made last year i think it would be 2022 yes so it'll be out to yeah. 2025 yeah how interesting is that yeah because it would have gone down to that place in yorkshire yeah, and been yeah. like all milled and whatever but then oh yeah because they get all of their barley from within 13 miles of yeah. the distillery that yeah. was the other interesting yeah, yeah. bit because it's a really good Compared to other places, Scotland Fife's really good for growing it. Yeah. See, we do remember all we the facts. Remember. I just can't remember names. And then the and the water comes from their own spring. Yes, it comes up. They pump it from the ground, and the tap water we drank later was also from there. Hundred spring. meters. Yeah, yeah. hundred meters down through the bed, like all yeah. the stuff, and Not it takes 60, 60 years <laughs> to permeate the ground. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was interesting. Yeah, see, so yeah, pay attention to rainfall. So that was good. And then we walked through to the next bit, which had like a big... Board, which I don't want to go into all the details of how it was made, because yeah, it was a lot... kind of talked it through, though. Like Yeah, you go in, they send it off-site, it comes back, and then they put it through all these processes of the yeast, and there was some soap at the top of a still. Yeah. To make it stop all the stop bubbles the coming, coming. Rising to the I could probably put the pictures up with the podcast that I took of the wall. Yeah. Because <laughs> I took pictures at that point. Um, it goes through the wash ton and then that all gets... And then it goes through. Away. And it gets through two stills, which we went to yeah. see next. It's got... The first one's the big one. And they didn't name their stills, but they are copper stills. so weird. Because I did ask, do you name your stills? And she was like, no. And I was like, oh, okay. Because quite a lot of places, yeah. what the gins do, name oh, their stills. Peggy and that's Ralph. Yeah, whatever. exactly. We but suggested no. that... So the Hairy Bikers... And she didn't know who the hairy bikers were, but they'd come to visit. What? They'd come to visit, like, I don't know, a couple of months ago. Yeah, she said, well, yeah, and, um, but I think three weeks ago only. Oh, was it? it, was, it was, Very yeah. soon. And um, so we suggested that they named the stills Cy and Dave. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, we don't know what happened. So, yeah, the big copper stills have had to have a longer, longer funnel because they can't be as tall to kind of go mm -hmm. down for, to, mm -hmm. like, to condense the vapours. And the first one was actually... Um, in. Yeah, I think it was internal. Is it internal? One was internally heated and the other was externally heated. I think the bigger one's the external and that was Yeah, I think that was first. Right. That the big one was the first one, yeah. Yeah, the, and that was the external. I think so. Yeah, I think it's because yeah. it's outside. And then the internal one was the second one because it gets its second distillation yeah. through the pipes and then down into filtering and checking the quality and then everything yeah. else. And they're absolutely they're gorgeous yeah they're very um, pretty stills. i didn't yeah. take a picture because it said no photos at that point no photos. um but yeah it was quite interesting and we were because we were there at the weekend they weren't on because they run through the week yeah and that was quite cool yeah they were nice to see and it was interesting and had an internal and external one with the yeah. copper still with yeah. the kind of funnel where the vapors come up and then they have yeah. a longer bit to go down because they can't be as tall and as well, when you go to sub distilleries, they're like, we can't tell you the exact shape and dimensions of our still, because that's all a secret in the thing. But she was quite open. She wasn't really fussed. 
No, they were nice. And it was yeah. cool to see them, and that was quite. It was good. It wasn't really a noisy room. Yeah, I and all the big going in there if they'd been operating because it was quite a small room. Yeah, I think they must do on the tours though, but I don't know. Yeah, because I think as well, like how many liters of whiskey are they producing? Is it like twenty six thousand liters or something? I can't remember. As she said, I don't <coughs> ring. Doesn't ring something a bell. Like that. But anyway, I know it takes them a week to get through all the grain thing outside yeah, because yeah. some subs get through it in a, no three days it's three, three, three days because yeah. they filled the big grain silo outside where it kind of comes into it and they said it's three days and it's like 30,000 or something yeah something like that yeah that the grain comes through but some distilleries get through it in a day and then once it's I don't think they bottle it there, though, do they? How no, do they, they bottle then... it off-site somewhere in Glenrothes. We don't. I didn't ask how they get it from the still to Glenrothes. I guess they put them in big barrels. Or yeah, something. they must put them in the barrels and then take it over. I don't know. Must be. I don't know. And then they're over in Glenrothes. Yeah, where, where the... they do the like the bottling and the labelling and storing. Yeah, off-site, which is quite interesting. But yeah, they must. They're the barrel place, the resting place. Yeah, is over there too. And then what we, happened? We then had we a tasting. And we had a tasting. Room. So we actually got to taste. You know, I got the little pots to take home. They actually had the pure grain spirit before it goes into yeah. so the spirit they distill, which is actually really nice to try. Yeah. I've always quite appley. I'm going to smell it again. Yeah, I thought it was so nice. It's It looks like gin. It's just clear. Yeah. And it's, it's just very so nice. nice. You can't buy it, but you can have it on the tour. I thought the, the tasting bit was actually really good. Can so, I try these again? Yeah, go for it. Um, so we got to try the raw spirit and then we got to try two of their whiskies. Um, they don't sell the spirit. That's just for the tasting. So it still tastes like whiskey, I'm going yeah. to tell you. But it's not, it's quite subtle and it's got more, I think it's very floral and appley. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Like green apple. Green apple and it's fresh and like inviting and like it's just really lively yeah. on the tongue. You've got that kind of barley smell to it as well. Yes. It's really nice. Oh, and then we had to get it to get rid of the alcohol on our hands, yeah. which is quite cool at the end. Yeah, we put a little bit on our hands, and then we rubbed it to kind of, and, and we were sh and we're shaking, shaking our hands, hands, doing like a like interpretive dance <laughs> to try and evaporate off the alcohol, so that we're left just with the um, the essences grain. or whatever the grain. And then we smelt it, and it did smell of just grain. Yeah, it was so good. It was yeah. really good. Uh, and I thought it was really tasty. And it's kind of sad that they don't sell that because that in itself would be a really nice drink. But it's quite high percentage and I think it's also... Yeah, because they'd reduce it, isn't it, between like 70 and 65% or something like that. Yeah, and I think it'll be the price of it as well and, yeah. and also how it works with everything. I suppose so. they need that to make whiskey. So they don't want to yeah. be selling too much of that stuff. So that's basically before, that's that's come straight out of the stills. Yep, and we got to try it. Yeah, I've tried it again a little bit. The top doesn't quite fit on. Um, and then we got to try two. So all of them have single malts, which yeah. is all like one. They can take it from a couple of different years, but kind of just one blend yeah. with the casks. And one of them, I think, had mainly like the bourbon cask with a little bit of a wine cask, didn't yes, you say it came from? That was from, the second one. Was the second one. Yeah. And then the first one, which actually really pale, was just like a single malt. And oh. it's called Dream to Dram. Yeah. It's just a lowland single malt. Yeah. And it was just, it's a very pale... So, yeah, so basically the different regions of Scotland have different characteristics in their whiskey. Yes. So, um, Lowlands would be your palest, your lightest. Uh, Highland, slightly more. Speyside, slightly less strong and pungent. But your Highland and your Islands, and particularly Isla, really, get really gradually strong. gradually smokier and peatier and stronger. Because the peat's over there on that side of the country yeah. and not here. Yes. You know, we have a place called Peat Inn. Yeah, and we have peat on the estate. Anyway, there's less peat here. <laughs> yeah. People don't use it for peat 
reasons. Yeah, yeah. And you shouldn't for environmental impact. Exactly. So um, so this one was... When was this one? Was, did she say it was 2017? This one? I think it's 2017. Yeah. yeah and they're going to change the bottling this year because this is like the go-to one you can buy. Yeah. Dream to Dram. Really light in colour. It was very... I didn't like this one as much. Yeah. And I don't think you did either. I thought it was okay. But it was I good. Much the other one. Yeah, second one's better. Um, All that spirit. It's really light. It's got this kind of crispness to it. I can't quite remember. You tell us because you're about to taste it. You meant to hold it on your tongue for how many years it's been, and the first one was four, and the other one was five, so it might be twenty. Eighteen. It's really quite subtle, like vanillary. Yeah. With a little bit of like spice but it's not it's a lot more subtle that one i, I had because the sample we put water in the top and yeah. it actually the water helped this one like just a few yeah, drops from the right. pipette because yeah. before it was a bit too burny actually yeah, it's a bit of a punch wasn't it it was yeah it was and this one the water kind of just chilled it out a little bit kind of blended it a wee bit mellowed it yeah so water does count she said don't put ice cubes in it because it like gives it shock yeah it cools it down in too much and flavors. flavors yeah don't shock the whiskey that's top tip from there um, but it was just like a couple of drops of Water, water put in the pipette once we worked out how to use them but anyway <laughs> they were swanky yeah uh so that was good i got some pictures and i got i got like good pictures yeah, from, check those out on instagram yeah when i get around to yes putting those up i will i will and the second one was the balcomi which another single malt and we thought was a lot better and was this one aged in a sherry cask yes i think it was and it was a bit um darker it's a it lot darker slightly darker yeah. it has the sherry notes from it definitely yeah. if yeah, you know sherry you can smell it you can smell again yeah it's also a lot dry fruit yeah and i preferred this one it just had a bit more kind of riches it has that kind of like christmasy cakey yeah i i like this one uh and i preferred this one without water mm -hmm. i did too weirdly we actually yeah, agreed yeah, on something yeah. for once um, which um, it was very nice and rich mm, and coated your tongue nicely it's coated my tongue again because yeah. like cause i took bits of it home because we only tried a little bit there well, it's nice so yeah so we kind of learned then that you do like some lighter whiskies but not peaty whiskies so that means if we go on our whiskey tours we should stick to the highlands and speyside and lowlands and the lowlands yeah i don't know if we're going on a whiskey tour i've only ever been on one before before this one yes which so which distillery was that that was uh um ben nevis oh cool okay i've not been to that one yeah, it was good uh but i didn't like whiskey so i drank it but it was there and i was yeah. like oh, i drank it but yeah no i quite enjoyed it i still won't say whiskey is my go-to drink but mm. i feel we learned a lot yeah. from it um i enjoyed them and we ended up having a nice tour even though we thought we were going on a gin tour <laughs> we were in the wrong bit. yeah we, we said we could go on the gin tour but that was out in the shed and it was a lot quicker because it won't have all the same yeah you're just in one room um, and we could join the gin school make our own gin we don't need to join a school to do that no we made our own <laughs> gin we just distilled that awful one but um I, I, yeah i did get rid of it. i told everyone the chorus of that because that sat in the kitchen for almost a year yeah that shouldn't have done that so that was an interesting we detour on the gin and tea podcast for whiskey for whiskey next time we will go on the gin Yes, tour. We have a, I don't know when we're going to do one. that. I've got one partially booked from uh, talking to people, and I've got another one partially booked yeah. by just me chatting and saying, "Come listen to our podcast." You should all listen to the podcast. To be fair, if you're listening to this, you're listening to the podcast. So that yeah. wins all of the exactly. ticks, all the boxes yeah, exactly. on that one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, whiskey. Yeah, I would say there's a lot of merits to it. There's a lot more history, a lot more 
a lot more people know than we do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But at least hopefully that gives you a little insight of what we saw and what the tour was. Yeah, it was. It was good. It was £12 for the tour, anybody who's interested. And um, it, what, what was it, about an hour, an hour and a half? It must have been longer It was meant an to be an hour. We ended up being an hour and a half because it was just us. Yeah, and we also then turned the tails and started trying to sell our various products to the tour <laughs> No, we did. And I think the other two were just looking at us thinking, what are you doing? And we were like, yeah, we're just on full sale mode. We're just going to do this. <laughs> And I don't, I don't think either of them were particularly pleased that we could just... Uh, yeah. They were like, can you guys stop working, please? <laughs> well, Chris was saying that earlier, so I don't do work talk. I was like, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> we did go on a walk, work trip yesterday. So. Yeah, we did. We did, indeed. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how I nearly got another distillery. Yes. So if Sterling Distillery are listening, we've got your number. Bryce. Bryce. See, I learned some names. Because <laughs> people give me their cards and then I remember. But, uh, cool. So, yes. Any last words? This is what we always say and you uh, have to say our last words. I don't have any. Um, you do. Do I? You always uh, do. You must do. Raise a glass and take a sip. It's the whiskey and gin pod. Yeah, let's just cut out the tea now. No uh, tea. All whiskey and gin. No, that's what I was going to say. Interesting stuff. We are the Gin and Tea podcast, and on stage and in theatres and blah blah blah, and on, in the world of make believe on telly. What, of course, do they simulate whiskey by? You know, they replace the whiskey in bottles with cold tea. Oh, so that's, that's a nice good fact to end on. Yeah. That you have cold tea that masquerades as whiskey in Correct. in the business. Yeah, fashion, um, TV show, showbiz, showbiz, showbiz. yeah. Okay, on, on that, that's actually quite interesting yeah. note. Yeah, we've had quite a few facts. Yeah, like, so, like factual, mellow note. Yeah. We'll end this episode. We're not entirely sure when we're going to be next after this other distillery tour, hopefully soon. Yeah. Because we don't know what happened. Maybe we'll just do a like gin or something, a little episode in between, I think. Yeah. From we'll that. find something. To we'll do. do find something. We'll keep trying stuff. I haven't really been buying as much gin. But I'm getting a new cabinet to move my gin into. So that's the excitement. I'm getting rid of where the gin lives at the moment for a newer cabinet, which I'm also going to fill with gin. Yeah, so if you want to see what Sophie's gin cabinet looks like, you're going to have to follow us on Instagram. You're going to keep plugging this because yeah. I'm going to put pictures of my... I, I could put a whole thing because tomorrow's job is to empty the old cabinets before we get the new cabinets next week yeah. to put the gin in. Not empty as in empty all the bottles. No, I'd be very drunk because I have (laughs) at least 20 bottles of half-finished gin. I think I would be dead. Uh, Yeah, I was going to say not drunk, but actually dead. Yes, I think I would pee paralytic (laughs) on the floor. Yes, and on that disappointment that you can't drink that much gin and exciting stuff coming, we will actually end. Thank you all for listening. We hope you enjoy. Take a sip and enjoy and also drink responsibly. That's what I say. Yeah. Because I was going to say something else from another show at that point and I resisted. Very good. Yeah, it's not good. Yes, uh, drink responsibly, take a sip and enjoy and we'll catch you on the flip side because we're cool. Yo. It's a goodbye from me. It's a goodbye from me. Goodbye.